Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this lovely episode of the Square Circle Podcast, I'll be reviewing AEW's all-out pay-per-view that premiered on September 5th, 2020. This podcast episode will only be talking about the AEW Tag Team Championship match between Heyman Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, known as FTR. I'll discuss the story, the meaning of the in-ring action, and the aftermath. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider becoming a paid sponsor through Patreon at the $5 here to unlock all exclusives. Supporting means I get to keep bringing you amazing, insightful, and thoughtful wrestling content. Which reminds me, thank you to our Patreon supporter, Mags, for continuing to stay with me and the wrestling adventures. Let's get started. Hangman and Omega became AEW Tag Team Champions on January 21st, 2020. They held it for 228 days. They even defeated the Young Bucks during AEW's Revolution pay-per-view. Now, on September 5th, 2020, they battled FTR. How did this happen? How did we get here? While Hangman and Omega kept facing tag team opponents in successful championship defenses, FTR became free agents in pro wrestling and decided to come to All Elite Wrestling. Naturally, the tag team champions had a target on their back. Even the Young Bucks wanted another tag team title shot against their friends. However, it seemed like that journey would be paused when finally the Young Bucks and FTR stood in the same ring together. During the indie days before All Elite Wrestling was created, the Young Bucks with Hangman and Cody were indie stars in Ring of Honor and kept doing the bit on BTE called Fuck the Revival. This happened for about a good year. A one-side build-up with no clapback from the other team since at the time FTR was under WWE contract. But when both teams stood in the ring on May 27, 2020, it felt electric. Now we can get the proper build-up to an eventual Young Bucks versus FTR. I would like to see it, but not too soon. I want to enjoy another slow burn storyline, which brings me to our current situation. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega became a tag team through circumstance and ran with it when crowned champions. When they defeated SCU on January 21st, 2020, the Young Bucks rushed to the ring to celebrate with them. However, to Hangman Adam Page, it felt a little one-sided. Sure, becoming champions is a great honor, but the friendship celebration wasn't fully divided between everyone. That slowly started the downward spiral of Hangman's feelings, ultimately becoming a drunken cowboy towards the Young Bucks and even a little towards Kenny Omega. Hangman wanted the Young Bucks' approval the same way that they'll approve of Kenny's hard-fought victories. During AEW Revolution, it was Hangman and Omega fighting and defeating the Young Bucks in the most emotional roller coaster of a match. Their storytelling was top notch. After not gaining the AEW Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks started to almost take a back seat and reassess how they'll one day become Tag Team Champions. FCR then dominated the AEW Tag Team Division, fighting and defeating mostly everyone in their path. When they finally signed their AEW contract, they were ranked as number one in the company. Rightfully so, since everywhere FTR goes, they are the top guys. FTR and Hangman had interactions in the weeks leading up to AEW's all-out pay-per-view. Hangman welcomed FTR to AEW before anyone else, as the Elite, Nick and Matt Jackson and Kenny Omega, were a little reluctant. Nick and Matt did welcome FTR only as an acknowledgement, knowing that one day they'll face FTR. Kenny wasn't too keen on FTR getting close for Hangman to try and break apart the team. After all, Kenny saved Hangman for what could have been multiple tag team losses in the past due to Hangman being a stubborn, 
hothead that drank beer, showed up, fought like it was a bar match, and got the win to leave. Hangman had no interest in drawing that match like Kenny Omega. Hangman felt so heavy in his feelings of insecurities and that the one time he wins a belt, the respect isn't there. The happiness is there, but not the respect Hangman searched for. So Hangman thought he found new friends in FTR, a bunch of Carolina boys that had the same goals and understood each other. Hangman felt right at home, and for weeks, instead of regrouping with Kenny Omega, Hangman would often be seen with FTR. FTR would also be seen close enough to Hangman to save him when Kenny couldn't. This left an impression in Hangman's mind that the only real friends that'll be there would be FTR. Oh man, how the game was slowly working in FTR's favor. As much as Kenny wanted to protect Hangman, it was clear that it couldn't happen. Kenny allowed Hangman to hang with FTR. Eventually, Hangman would learn, and he did. After the tag team appreciation night, FTR decided to attack the Rock and Roll Express due to what they believe as them being disrespectful towards FTR. When Hangman confronts FTR during a backstage interview on an episode of AEW Dynamite, FTR simply tells him that it's business and then plants seeds of doubt suggestively in Hangman. FTR explains that if the Young Bucks win that tag team gauntlet match and face him and Omega at All Out and happen to lose, Hangman will be right back where he started, unknown, deep into his insecurities. Hangman Adam Page challenged for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. He was unsuccessful in being crowned the first ever champion of the company. Hangman then proceeded to have a rough AEW singles career and by circumstance teamed with Kenny Omega, a member of the elite, to win tag team gold. If the Young Bucks had defeated Hangman and Omega during a part two rematch, Hangman would spiral even more due to never being out of the shadow of the elite that wins almost everything. It is also crucial to note that ever since Hangman Adam Page joined the elite during Ring of Honor days, Hangman has always been the third wheel of the group, strung along and never truly became the breakout star I know he can be. Hangman held the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Championship with the Young Bucks for an impressive 201 days. That team was also known as the Humbucks to soften the fact that Hangman could be included in anything the Young Bucks did. But let's face it, the Young Bucks are so used to being a cohesive team since they are real-life brothers that when someone new joins, it's hard to have them fit like a perfect gear. Through the years and since the creation of AEW, the EVPs gave Hangman lots of chances to be a breakout star, but it wasn't happening until teaming with Omega. After the announcement of the tag team gauntlet, the Young Bucks advanced to the second match facing best friends. Matt has set up Trent for the Meltzer driver for Nick to springboard in to complete the move. However, Hangman comes out and holds onto Nick's leg, preventing the finisher from happening and distracting the Young Bucks to lose the match. Their faces told the whole story, confused, upset, and frustrated. While Hangman couldn't look them in the eyes, Hangman knew it was wrong, but acted on the impulse of hiding insecurities of never breaking free from their shadow. This led to the Young Bucks to kick out Hangman out of the elite through frustration and anger getting the best of them. It may have been what Hangman wanted for a while, but not like that. I think Heyman would have left on his own terms, but when fear gets the best of you, your mind becomes dangerous. I've mentioned it previously on this podcast that I would have done the same thing as Hangman Adam Page. I understand his character and story arc. I too wouldn't want to face the Young Bucks a second time on a pay-per-view. One can argue that Hangman and Omega beat the Young Bucks once, they could do it again. That's where it all changes. See, back at Revolution, what drove Hangman and Omega to win was that Hangman primarily wanted to be respected that he won gold. 
In this instance, Hangman is mentally broken and weary to even put his best performance out there will fail him due to his rash, hot-headed stubbornness. At Revolution, he had a point to make. At All Out, he had atonement to make for the betrayal done to the guys that would have been there to pick up Hangman when he falls. But Hangman fell hard due to his inability to communicate and look at the bigger picture of the mess. Hangman Adam Page arrived at All Out with new wrestling gear. Long black pants were fringe. This visual representation being that he's starting new. At the beginning of the match, Cash Wheeler and Kenny Omega started off first. Hangman yells from the apron that he wants to tag, that he wants to show Kenny Omega that he could be trusted to start first. Kenny hears this and tentatively allows Hangman to be tagged. Hangman tells Kenny, trust me. That's the first step towards atonement for Hangman Adam Page. Cash and Hangman start with an aggressive collar and elbow tie-up, then a flurry of wild punches from Hangman to Cash and Dax. Kenny comes into the ring to hopefully calm Hangman down, and Hangman in his wild moment swings at Kenny Omega. Kenny reinforces to Hangman that cooler heads need to prevail. FTR then decides to blindside attack Hangman and Kenny, only for them to surprise dropkick FTR. There's a moment of synced double chopping of cash between Hangman and Kenny. Hangman is filled with joy that he singles for a high 10. After some time, Kenny reciprocates the high 10 to Hangman. Throughout the match, Kenny and Hangman conduct frequent tags. Hangman produces a smooth and elegant shooting star press onto Cash. Suddenly, the momentum starts to change in the match. Where Hangman and Omega got good offense in, FTR uses distraction and the whole ring to their advantage to slow the pace of the match down. Now, Hangman and Omega must work at FTR's speed. Hangman calls for their finisher, the last call, the buckshot lariat and V-trigger combination. Kenny's then on the top rope for what felt like an eternity. Cash tried for a top rope move only to be pushed off by Omega. Cash then distracts the referee so Dax can sweep Omega's leg from under him, causing Omega to stay there longer. Dax is now the legal man of the match and climbs up to try and execute his own top rope move on Kenny Omega. Hangman sees this and immediately rushes to hold Omega's leg so the move can be stopped. Hangman visually tries to atone for betraying the elite, trying to protect a brotherhood bond that he squandered away. However, it's short-lived as Cash starts battling with Hangman and drops into the floor. This allows Dax to suplex Kenny Omega onto the canvas and allows Cash to hit a high crossbody splash from the other corner. At this moment, Kenny could be done, but Kenny kicks out and the match continues. FTR then sets Kenny up for the Goodnight Express tag team move. FTR then sets Kenny up for the Goodnight Express tag team move. Hangman rushes in and pushes Cash out the way. This shows Hangman's ability in heroism. Then Kenny rushes the corner of FTR in hopes of hitting Cash with a knee. Cash moves out the way for Kenny to hit his knee against the top turnbuckle. This allows FTR to make a quick tag. And now Dax is working on Kenny's knee similar to how he did on Chuck Taylor's knee to pick up that tag team gauntlet match victory to land FTR here in this moment. No move is wasted with FTR. Both Cash and Dax continue to work Kenny's knee. Kenny's speed is drastically reduced. Kenny is on the outside trying to bring life back into his knee. Hangman goes over to comfort Kenny, showing that he too is a team player of the team. While actions return in the ring, Hangman on the apron continues to cheer on Kenny so he can finally make a tag to let his knee rest. Kenny, in desperation and best bout machine mode, performs snapdragon suplexes to Cash and Dax. However, Dax escapes one of Kenny's snapdragon suplexes 
to drop down Roe and step through only for Kenny to push Dax into the corner, colliding with Hangman. Kenny didn't realize this. This was Kenny's first mistake. Again in the match, Hangman Adam Page calls for the last call. Kenny holds Cash to allow for Hangman to do the buckshot lariat. It misses as both Kenny and Cash duck. Kenny then throws Cash into Hangman for him to restrain. Kenny runs off the ropes at full speed to do his patent and V-trigger to Cash. However, Cash escapes and Kenny hits Hangman with the V-trigger. Kenny is in a state of shock and Cash then chops Kenny in the back of the knee. The scene is that of the mighty have fallen. Kenny reaches for an unconscious Hangman, tugging at the thin fringes of his gear, symbolizing their damaged friendship. Kenny is yelling at Hangman, wake up, wake up. This was Kenny's second mistake, a mistake he wouldn't own up to. Kenny is used to not making mistakes, but this isn't a singles match, but a tag team match for their AEW World Tag Team Championships that are currently in jeopardy. Upon defeat, it took two mindbreaker finishers from FTR to be crowned the new AEW World Tag Team Champions. FTR leaves the ring, celebrated backstage. Kenny and Hangman are still in the ring, and the pieces must be cleaned away somehow. In Kenny Omega's frustration and weekly affinity for trying to fuck up those that hurt Kenny's friends, grabs a wooden table in a tease to use against Hangman. Hangman is unaware as he uses the ropes to pull himself up. Kenny makes the conscious decision to throw down the table. It isn't worth it. Kenny knows that this time, Hangman isn't a scapegoat for a miscalculation to have them lose the match. Hangman finally reaches his feet, a smile on his face, and gently reaches out to Kenny. Kenny sidesteps and allows Hangman Adam Page to fall on his face, to fall with all the exhaustion and burden of the tag team. There's no more Kenny and Hangman. Hangman made his bed and now must lie in it. The only thing that kept the hottest tag team of AEW going was those championships. Those championships tie them together, but no more. There are no restrictions, no chains, no proverbial metaphor holding either competitor back from achieving single success in AEW. As Omega lets Hangman rest in the ring, leaving years of friendships and memories with Hangman, Omega rushes to the back and meets up with Nick and Matt Jackson. Kenny starts to speak frantically, saying stuff like, after everything I've done, I'm done, let's go, we're leaving. The young bucks follow reluctantly and confused. Matt and Nick try to reason with Kenny by telling him, let's talk about this. As Kenny approaches his car, he gives the young bucks an ultimatum. He tells the young bucks that maybe it's time for a clean break and going back to how things were. He then asks them if they're coming with him in the car to the hotel. The young bucks are super hesitant to just go with Kenny as they know the whole elite is broken. Kenny then tells him to think about it. He then gets in the car and heads to the hotel. The Young Bucks are wondering what to do next. All the bonds are stretched thin. Mistakes were made. But forgiveness can bring the elite back stronger. Hangman can finally be the breakout star we all want him to be. He proved it by being with Kenny Omega and defending those championships many nights before. He proved it with his growing character on being the elite, which comes out on YouTube every Monday. Hangman is probably feeling lost and probably won't be able to trust anyone for a while. Kenny Omega is the wild card in the elite. Us fans want the cleaner to show up. What I want is to still be a part of this amazing story, cleaner or no cleaner, because it's one hell of a ride. I'm Marie Shadows of the Square Circle Podcast, and this was my analysis of the AEW tag team match from All Out. The elite and Hangman and Page inspire me 
the most when thinking about my creative writing. I had fun talking about this and hope you did too. Remember to give me some feedback, some thoughts and comments. Share with others so I know you care. You can chat with me on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows and help support the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash rookie SCP. Thank you for spending your time with the Square Circle Podcast. And I'll see you in the next one.